This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Welcome back to the show, Tyler Carr. I hope you enjoyed your long weekend. Yeah, I mean, I played Pokemon like I said I was going to. <laughs> Good. Good. Pretty much it. Everything came to fruition. Nice to hear. Yeah, and also, like, everybody that added me on Switch to trade Pokemon, it was amazing. Like, literally, I have so many new friends, and it's lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, it's great. Thanks for asking how Jasmine and I did. We did great. Oh, I we killed it. I, I listened to the show <laughs> yesterday. How could I not? With the Instagram DMs I got sent to me, I was like, it must have been a pretty entertaining show. And oh. it was. Instagram DMs about, about what? what? I mean, the loud line pretty much sums all of it Those up. Those traitors. So. Okay. Come on. When we tell you a secret, you can't go and DM him. <laughs> all right. Well, the good news is that the story hasn't uh, hasn't hopped out of the bag yet. So we're going to get that story just after the loud line, which will kick off hour two of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr in hour one, I've got uh, <laughs> I got a story for you. Uh, you know, every every day in my house is Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a story for you. Uh, sports feed. I'm not allowed to air Olympic clips, but I got clips that will simulate what it feels like to be at the Olympics. That's coming up about halfway through the hour. Kanye West is our highlight artist in music news you can use. And I watched a Netflix thing yesterday. I'll tell you about all that and more in hour one. Let's go. It's Wheeler in the Morning. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Uh, you know how every day in my house is uh, Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. How could we forget? Yeah. We Happy, lucky Dave and Candace. Happy birthday. Things have, <laughs> things have been going so well that yesterday I just tried to argue with Jasmine Lane randomly. I needed to argue. I needed to get it out of my system. It's been that long? Yeah. That's not good. You know that know, it's healthy to argue? I know. I know. I totally know. When so, people are too agreeable, it's very annoying. Yeah. So... Listen, Tyler, you missed the story. Uh, well, we played it a little bit earlier here, but you missed the story about uh, me building my uh, uh, folding table slash yeah, storage area. I saw that on Instagram. Jasmine yeah. posted it. Yeah, pretty happy with that. And so I thought, I'm going to go above and beyond. I'm going to keep the streak rolling here. So yesterday, I said, you know what, hon? I'm going to go outside and I'm going to barbecue. I'm firing that thing up. Oh, my I'm doing God. A pork, I'm doing a pork <laughs> tenderloin. So I spend time and I, 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 uh, I just I season it. And I get it all ready. Yeah. I fire up the barbecue, get it to the perfect temperature, get it in there, leave it in there for a good solid three hours. And I was going to say minutes. that that is a that is a, a it's a marathon. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not a yeah. that's not a quick little go to go flip the steak. For yeah, 10 no, minutes. that's no, a that's, that's, that's a, a commitment. Yeah, that is a commitment. So get that thing. It comes out. It's looking great. It's steaming like it's just perfectly steaming coming in. And I this is where I kind of messed up. So we have cutting boards. But I had brought it in on just like your regular serving plate. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I started doing my cutting there. And I'm cutting it so thinly, I'm not even touching the plate, right? Like, it's just coming down smoothly. And I'm like, oh, man, this thing looks so good. It's got that perfect ring right around it. I didn't overdo it. It wasn't going to be dry at all. I was so happy. I was looking forward to it, cutting it nice and thin. And then my wife comes down and she says, that looks good. And as I looked up, I was like, you know getting some credit. I'm like, oh my god, I impressed my wife. This is great. And as I cut, it came off the edge of the table and Uh went all over the floor. And Panda ended up having a great dinner. She really enjoyed it. I can't believe Candace boogalooed you. (laughs) The whole thing fell. This is why Uh, I have a rule, and I've had this rule for a long time. If I am making you dinner, you sit on the couch. Don't you dare come in to hang out and chat. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I always had that rule. It drives me crazy when I'm cooking for somebody. And some like one, I want it to be a bit of a surprise. 
And two, I like I'm like, no, stop it. I agree. Stay out of the kitchen. Let if, me if you ruin my zone, you know well what? now something burns, now yeah. something's overcooked. Yeah. And the worst is if somebody if you're making somebody dinner and they walk in and they grab something oh. or they move something. Put that mushroom back. Literally. Yeah. Slap your hand. So, Dave, you know, honestly, that is that that was a mistake on your part. You should have been yeah. more strict about the kitchen etiquette when you and your wife decided to get married. You know. Okay. Well, listen. My my wife uh, sent a video. I just I tried to listen to this again really quickly, to, making sure there's no swears. But she sent a a, a video to our text group. I'll, I'll give you that. Just just listen to her voice. Okay. <laughs> I gotta share this. So Dave has been cooking a pork all day slow. <laughs> Slow roasting a pork. So much so, it's 8 o'clock at night. The kids are about to go to sleep. We cracked a bottle of wine and we're going to have something to eat. And then we came over to the counter and he started cutting it up right here. And when he cut it up, he he dropped it all on the floor. (laughs) I love how she thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. She thought it was the funniest stuff in the world. I'm like, and then I, I couldn't help but laugh too. I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but whatever. What are we gonna do now? But the dog, like I said, dog loved it. Oh, then she, you just she finish a bottle night. of wine so, and go to bed. I was gonna say yeah. you probably didn't even eat. Just chug that bottle back and go to bed. Pretty much, yeah. Cry yeah. yourself to yeah. sleep. Call it yeah. a day. Episode of Emily in Paris made me feel better. Yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Oh, no. uh, listen, Tyler. I, did you hear the nine o'clock hour in yesterday's show? No. Oh, well, we ran some of that audio from our I did uh, hear talk Ke- on Friday. Uh, Carrie Anderson, though. That was funny. Her being hungover yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, well, well-deserved, as yeah. we said. But uh, do you remember when uh, your old instructor, Richard Strubant, <laughs> aired some of your yeah. old uh, commercials there? Yeah. Yeah, that made the show yesterday. Oh, yeah, good. we played it here, too. He uh, he sent me a bunch of emails with some other ones in case you needed more. And that's I was hilarious. like, <laughs> no, that's fine. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> uh, we'll pay some bills here and we'll come back with a little wait what with Jasmine Lane. And again, I'm going to preface this. We're not allowed to air audio from the Olympics, but I've uh, I've replaced it with other audio of how I think it sounded. And that's coming up in about 20 minutes here on Wheeler in the Morning. And, uh, <laughs> did you shut down? Are you about to say Ed Sheeran? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say Ed Sheeran. Sounds I was like gonna, something I was somebody gonna... who was about to say Ed Sheeran would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I had a sneeze coming and then it bailed on me and I just got embarrassed. Oh, yeah. that is the worst feeling. Yeah. I, it sounded like you were a robot shutting down. His <laughs> oh. Estoy pecando. <laughs> That's uh, I'm powering down in Spanish. Uh, for Tuesday, February 8th, 2022, this is our Tearaway Day calendar, courtesy of Mama Car up there in Swan River, Manitoba. Your silence echoes your thoughts. Oh. Hmm. Okay. So your silence I'm, echoes your thoughts. I feel is like that, like that an, just happened. Is that like a you're dumb? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it just means gotta... Well, people say all the time, oh my God, your silence spoke volumes. So. Yeah, never like that. I had, I, I had a um, uh, a superior say to me once, "Don't mistake my silence for weakness." Ooh. I thought, "No, we're in the broadcasting industry. I am going to take that as weakness." <laughs> <laughs> we talk for a living. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, that's what we do. I also had one once upon a time. I remember somebody saying, "They're saying, you know, the sign of a messy desk is the sign of a messy mind." And so I said, "Well, then, why is your desk empty?" Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Tyler, that's yeah. why mine's messy. Right. Because I'm creative. Lazy. 
621 here on a Tuesday. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Uh, Olympics, it's really weird. I've mentioned this a couple times off the uh, the top of the show, but when it comes to broadcasting rights for the, Olymp- uh, the Olympics, holy moly, are they stingent, like really, really stingent. If you don't have the rights to the Olympics, you can barely even say Olympics. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah, you're not even barely allowed to even talk about it. So we're not allowed to run any audio, but the good news is I have replaced it with audio of what I think it sounded like at the event. So that's coming up here in about 10 minutes on Wheeler in the Morning. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernas Autobody. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You are part of the family at Vernas Autobody. So there's this guy who works at Home Depot. And to be honest, I didn't even know that this existed. But uh, he actually has a really important job at the Home Depot in Arizona where he works. And uh, he is actually the... He's like the the guy that collects all of the store's daily earnings and then he deposits them into a bank. Um, So a really high up job. You know, they don't trust just anybody with that. And he decided one day after depositing his money, he was like, you know what? I bet I could pull this off. So he goes onto Amazon and uh, he finds a bunch of counterfeit cash that looked really believable. And he bought it for like 20 bucks. He bought, you know, like a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of Amazon fake cash that was printed. And uh, he started slowly replacing the money that he deposited in his little bags at the bank with this fake cash. Now, obviously, banks are not stupid. And they picked up on this pretty quickly. They, you know, maybe the first few times they were like, huh. That's a little stiff money. Okay, whatever. But they did end up picking up on it right away, and they ended up calling the FBI, and they had Secret Service agents that were working on it behind the scenes. But this kid continued to do this. Uh, He ended up swapping out close to $400,000 that he just pocketed. Oh, my gosh. And then put this fake money back in. I believe that's called money laundering. Yeah, definitely not worth it, though, because uh, he was actually arrested just a few weeks ago, January 31st, and uh, the charges that he's facing could land him in jail for 20 years. Yikes. How would you not think that the bank would pick up on something like that? That's the thing, too. Like, like if you're cleaning your money, Ozark, um, it's different because at least that's real money, right? Like, like they might pick up on the numbers (laughs) on those bills, even though it's real money. Is he just replacing it with, like, Monopoly-style money? Yeah, what are you doing? Monopoly money? (laughs) You'll never catch me. That's like like, when you put a check in. They're going to check the amount. You can't just add an extra couple grand on the check. Sorry. Well, and that's, uh, I'll, I'll be honest with the, the polymer bills that we're using in this country is making it harder and harder and harder for uh, for counterfeits to uh, to come in. Oh so. my yeah. goodness, Can- Canadian yeah. money is like next level yeah, when it yeah. comes to that. Like you look at money from other places in the world, and you're like. This- no, Nothing. when you go to the, the United States, States and it's is the, behind the curve, the like, paper money, it's like you, you still have this. What? Meanwhile, you come over to Canada, like, look, I'm going to light it on fire, and nothing's going to happen to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. I can't even believe that this isn't a common thing within schools, but there are some students that are trying to make it more common and trying to make a difference, not only for their grade, but for every other grade to come. Uh, Find out what that is in the next little bit. First, though, there are a number of hazards that the snow may be creating around your home. Manitoba Hydro and roofing companies have been very busy making sure that nothing is covered by snow, like plumbing stacks, vents, and whatnot. Um, There's certain parts of your home where if it's covered by snow, you could end up having 
having a very uneven amount of gas inside of your house, and that can be very, very dangerous. Uh, definitely not a bad idea to do a walk around, make sure everything is working properly and safely, or to call somebody to go up on your roof and make sure everything's good. There is so much freaking snow on uh, everybody's I can't even right handle the amount of snow yeah. that we have this year. Not getting Good news today, is I always so. make sure there's an even amount of gas underneath the sheets at night. So Wow. Oh, thank you so much yeah. for evening that out. It's all about yeah. rations, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just trying to keep everyone safe. <laughs> I know we're going to talk about this a little bit more in the next couple minutes, but if you binged Netflix's Tinder Swindler... You can find a bit of everything on Tinder, but one little swipe can change your life. Simon Hyatt, Hayat, I don't know how to pronounce it. I also don't care. Um, Hayat. Hayat. Simon Hay, I don't know. Um, what I think his, in Yiddish it actually be Hayat. Yeah, it's one of his many names. I don't even know if that's his actual last name, to be completely honest. I think with it you. is. I watched it and I want to talk about it yeah. before we hit seven. Um, so we will dive into that more so. Uh, the man behind scamming so many women into bankruptcy has officially been permanently banned from the dating app as well as all of his aliases. And I I'm mean, so happy that we're talking yeah. about it because I found out something more um, about him last night when I was doing some Good. digging. And <laughs> it's nuts. Hulu shared their first look look at the new Kardashian show, making it look beyond glamorous. Meanwhile, we all know it's going to be the same old rich people stuff drama as before. Uh, they also shared a premiere date, April 14th. Now, I know that this is on Hulu, but in Canada here, number one, you can stream. Number two, Hulu originals often end up on Disney+. Plus, So yeah. there's a really good chance that we're going to be able to uh, and watch this, this here as this well. This is the same Kardashian show, just with a new... It's the same, right? Like you would yeah. think. Of course, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So they made a big deal of it ending. Oh my and, god! Yeah, okay. Here we are behind the headlines. Oh, it, Wait, oh, did, did you think they're the going to? Did you think they're going to flip the script and go do philanthropy work? No, yeah. no. It's kind of like American Idol again when they were it's, like, "This is our final season," and they came back a year later with season one, but it's the exact same. Seriously? Huh? Yeah. I mean, what? the filming and stuff might be slightly different. However, the Karda- the Kardashian family is still executive producing the series, so it's still going to have their signature look. Yeah. Right? What are they at? 17 seasons? I think they did 18. And then this oh. is their new season of the new show. Yeah, I know. So I understand the cost uh, being a factor, but honestly, the cost is really not a lot. The city of Winnipeg just did this and they added up their numbers and the cost was really not a lot and it would be such a huge help to high school students. So uh, there's a few of them from Louis Riel School Division that are trying to get menstrual products permanently added to their school's washrooms for free. A lack of which is something that's caused many young girls to miss school and they're calling for pads and tampons to be made available in a very stigma-free way, especially when you're experiencing that for the first time. It is so common to feel embarrassed about it. You don't know who to ask. You don't want to ask. You don't mm-hmm. talk about it that openly right. for whatever reason. Your body is your body. Don't ever be ashamed for something that your body does naturally, seriously. Um, okay, well, let, let me ask you again. Uh, no uterus, no opinion. I get it. But is it more so of a thing where they don't have access to it at home or they just rather have access? Because, I mean, they, they, you can get them from underneath the sink if your mom so, has them, right? Yeah, agreed. Um, so, I mean, there's a couple things to factor in here. Number one, there's for sure families where, no, they can't really afford that. Um, it may not be a regular thing. If you're too embarrassed to tell your family about it, maybe you don't have that comfortable of a relationship with them. I know for myself, when I got mine for the first time, I was in middle school and I had to get my grandma to come pick me up from school because I had nothing and I had to like change my outfit and everything and like I just had nothing. So Again, completely ignorant here, but when I hear that some people can't afford it, like what do, what do, what do pads run for? 
depends on the brand, but maybe eight dollars a box or something. But like, if you're embarrassed or something, or you're coming from a low income okay, so family, it's more that, of an embarrassment thing. It's not necessarily an affordability both. thing. It could be both. If you come from a low income family, you may not be able to afford it, or it's it's a possibility. It totally is. And honestly, though, in schools, there really are not enough options. And like, some, oh, I agree. They should be in the I schools. Mean, sure, yeah. should just be yeah. free anytime. Some some bathrooms in schools will have like the twenty five cents. I don't know anybody walking around, especially a teenager with twenty five cents in their pocket right now. So nobody but, carries well, cash. <laughs> nobody. I'm, I'm not. I'm not comparing the two. But I mean, if we're going to have hygienic problems, toilet paper's free. You can't use that in the same way. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. comparing them. I'm not yeah. saying they're the that same. Is a, that but is I'm, like a last ditch resort for sure. That no, you no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you oh, can use that. Sorry, but what I I'm see. saying is they offer toilet paper I for free because it's a it's a hygienic yeah. piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. So why couldn't they do that? Yeah, they should they offer that one for free as well. They absolutely should. So I'm super happy that there's more and more students that are calling for this because I do think it's a pretty basic thing that you need, and when you need it, you need it. So, uh, fingers crossed that it becomes more of a mainstay in more schools. All of their conversations with the superintendents and stuff have been very positive. Um, and a lot of school officials didn't know that it really was as big of a problem as it is for um, the people experiencing menstrual cycles within their schools. So, we will see. Newsfeed is sponsored by Frank's Pizza, now with three locations. Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and makes it the way you like it. Also, a great meal to have when it is Anytime. that special time of the month. That is, <laughs> let me tell you... Hey, you're bloody right. <laughs> wow. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Once again, it was Marie-Philippe Poulain delivering the defining moment of a Canadian women's hockey victory over the United States of America. And since we're not allowed airing audio clips from the Olympics, here's what I think it sounded like. I don't know how you're going to get us through all that. Don't worry. <laughs> She's got health. Oh yeah, my she did have help. <laughs> wow. But I'm not allowed to run Olympic clips. No, what do you want me to do? That. I'm improvising. That's yeah. very creative. Uh, yeah. Canada's captain clutch scored on a shorthanded penalty shot. Brienne Jenner added a pair of go- and goalie and René Desbien made a whopping 51 saves in a 4-2 win to clinch the top spot in Group A yesterday at the Beijing Olympics. The win means Canada finishes the preliminary round at 4-0, having outscored their opponents 33-5. What? Oh the Americans gosh. enter the knockout round as second seed. I think it's time we stop sending Rachel Homan to international tournaments. Like, listen, I'm sure she's nice. I've heard she's not, but I'm sure she's nice. Uh, her and John Morris, uh, Rachel Homan and John Morris, failed to make the medal round in mixed curling doubles. That's what we do. That's what we, we, we curl. Yeah. We're supposed to go to these events and dominate. Uh, Norway and Italy are currently playing for gold with Norway up to nothing right now. Women's big air freestyle skiing yesterday saw Canada's Megan Oldham just missed the podium, finishing in fourth place. Scott Gow finished fifth in the men's 20K biathlon. That's the best Canada has ever finished in that event and is a Canadian record. And women's luge is underway with Trinity Ellis on the sled for the Canadians. Here's a clip of that. Not really, but here's a clip. For a new amateur recreational saucer sled land speed record, Clark W. Griswold Jr., Remember, don't try this at home, kids. I am a professional. <laughs> Later, dudes. Let her rip. Hang pen. Oh, yeah, that luge. It's uh, what an event that luge is. Oh, my lu- God. Luge, you know, like it's kind of like a you know, bobsled. You know, so so if, if you're unfamiliar, it's a giant ice track that starts at the top of the hill and it loops down like a like a water slide. Mm-hmm. 
all the way to the bottom. And there's uh, there's bobsled where you get in like this big kind of car looking thing with skis and skates on the bottom, and you can do two man bobsled, you can do four man bobsled. And you think that's cool? Then somebody said, "No, not dangerous enough. No, give me a sled." And so somebody laid down on a sled and went through this track, and someone went, "No." Not dangerous enough. Let's do it head first, which is the skeleton event. Like, it's insane. It's absolutely insane, those three events. They're just so much fun to watch. Canada currently sitting in 11th overall on the medal count. One gold, one silver, and four bronze. We did not pick up any medals yesterday. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For February 8th, 2022. Daft Punk's music made an unlikely appearance at the Winter Olympics over the weekend. A medley featuring a series of tracks from the former dance duo's final album, Random Access Memories, was used to soundtrack a routine in the U.S. figure skating team event in Beijing. The team were sitting in third place behind Japan in a battle for the silver medal before Madison Chalk and Evan Bates performed their Daft Punk routine, which included snippets of Within, Contact, and Touch. As a result, the team picked up the silver medal. Daft Punk split last February after 28 years together. The Parisian duo confirmed the news in an eight-minute video called Epilogue, which featured footage from their 2006 sci-fi film Electroma. Meanwhile, Thomas Bangalter has since scored a ballet called Mythologies at Bordeaux's Grand Théâtre de Bordeaux last summer. It was performed by the Orchestre National Bordeaux Aquitaine. Baba Doobie has teased what to expect from her second studio album, saying the new record sounds very 2006. The new album, expected this year via Dirty Hit Records, will follow Bay Christie's 2020 debut, Fake It Flowers, and last year's Our Extended Play EP. Speaking to altpress.com in a new interview, spoke of the different sounds and styles she's hoping to achieve on the new album, saying, quote, I've been working with my guitarist Jacob and using a lot of teenage engineering, drum machines, mixtures of guitars. It's been really fun. I don't know how to explain it, but it sounds very 2006. I feel like this new album is what I meant to sound like, unquote. Speaking in another interview with Consequence of Sound, Bay explained that she is currently finishing her next full-length record with her guitarist Jacob and said it will arrive sometime this year. We having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact... And finally, Kanye West, legally known as Ye, shared a series of since-deleted Instagram posts over the weekend in which he claimed his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, quote, accused me of putting a hit out on her, unquote. The pair have been feuding about their daughter North having a supervised TikTok account, with Wes strongly opposed to the idea. The disagreement escalated over the weekend when Wes shared a screenshot of a text message that read, quote, Yesterday, Kim accused me of putting a hit out on her. So let me get this straight. I begged to go to my daughter's party, and I'm accused of being on drugs. Then I go play with my son, and I take my Akira graphic novels, and I'm accused of stealing. Now I'm being accused of putting a hit on her. These ideas can actually get someone locked up. They play like that with black men's lives, whether it's getting them free or getting them locked up. And I'm not playing about my black children anymore, unquote. Earlier that day, the rapper had shared another screen grab of an alleged text exchange with an unidentified Kardashian cousin, accusing them of supporting his stance in exchange for a pair of his Yeezy shoes. West made his feelings about North having a TikTok account known on social media last week where he said, quote, Since this is my first divorce, I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. 
That's music news you can use for February 8th, 2022. For more music news, search music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. I like that uh, you got uh, both Daft Punk and Kanye West in there. That worked out well. Yeah, it's great. That's my favorite song that he's ever done. Yeah, there's a few up on my list. Uh, there's Jesus definitely Walks, not for me. Gold Digger, <laughs> Runaway. I don't think we don't play. We, we don't play enough of Runaway. That's no, a great one. I, that 15 minute video we did for Runaway. Wow, I kind of like it. The way yeah, listen, it is. Outside of his personal affairs, the guy is borderline genius when it comes to music. He is. It's undeniable. Yeah, I mean, but also like, it, it, if you like his music, yes. Yeah, like if it's it's one of those things too where like I could appreciate his music so much more if he wasn't so problematic in my eyes. But that's. I've, I'm. I don't. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I have PTSD from the song Gold Digger because when I was a kid once <laughs> and I was running late for school, my brother and sister left me because we were all gonna miss the bus and they were like, "Fend for yourself." And I was trying to put on my ski pants and it was winter and Gold Digger was playing on the radio and I had to run back into the house to turn off the radio. Otherwise, my mom would have been mad at me. And so then I ended up almost missing the bus and I had to like run across the street and it was like the most stressful situation for me as a six year old kid. So what you're saying is we should play it after the 7 a.m. music news you can use. Got it. <laughs> so ever since that, I have. I haven't liked Kanye West. <laughs> Speaking of gold diggers, there's a lot of people who have been accused of getting into relationships for the sake of money. Now, Marilyn Monroe said once upon a time when women get accused of that, it's like men when they find a pretty woman. Like, you don't have to find a pretty woman, but doesn't it help? Yeah, okay. Right? So that was kind of her association with dating men with money. She's like, it doesn't don't have to have money, but... Certainly helps. Now, there's a show on Netflix right now. Jasmine Lane recommended it to me yesterday, and so I did my homework, and I watched it all the way through. It's <gasps> called The Tinder Swindler, and it started off as a newspaper article in Oslo, Norway, about a woman who had felt she had been done wrong, really wrong, to the tune of about $150,000, where she had kept lending her boyfriend money for reasons and that we'll get into here in a moment. But it, it, after she came out with her story, the name started piling up. And this guy, by the name of, well, we know him as uh, Simon. He had gone on many different names. But he basically fronted himself as this son of a billionaire. LSD, LLD Diamonds was yeah. who he said he was related to. Which is, uh, there is a diamond company called yeah. that, and there is a, a family that is a huge diamond uh, Sorry, company. Sorry, like, it's a movie or a TV show? It's, a, it's like a documentary. Docu- it's a documentary. Okay, so it's just like a one hit, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, and it has but, uh, two of the women that he scammed. Damn. You're, you're, I can shoot three, because they oh, get into yeah, that, uh, right. the woman in the Czech Republic later. Yeah. Um, but uh, he he played himself off as this this billionaire, and he would first meet a woman on Tinder and say, hey, I'm in your country right now, but I'm leaving tomorrow. Would you like to get together for coffee? One thing leads to another. He says, why don't you jump on an airplane with me? So they jump on an airplane. He flies them to Stockholm, Sweden or wherever, and then he flies them home and keeps in touch with them. Gets their passport now, info to book yikes. them on the flights. Right. Now, the interesting part is every time he was spoiling these women, he was using the money from the last woman. Mm -hmm. And that money came from the last woman. And that money came from the last woman. So what he would do is he would make it very clear that being in the diamond industry is a very dangerous one. And there's a lot of enemies that he has to worry about. So, listen, I'm traveling right now. There's some people after me. And he has a specific video that he would send to each of these women of his bodyguard saying, 
Someone tried to stab me last night. My bodyguard took the brunt of it. What I can't the use my heck? credit. The FBI is investigating. Cr- They've frozen my bank accounts. Yeah. Can I they, use I yours? I can't use my cards because they can trace me. I need you to use your credit card. Can Just you take, send me one, please? Take, take out, out a an loan. American Express $20,000 loan. And they're like, how do I take out a loan? And he's like, please, baby, please just figure it out. Please, I need it so what bad. What the heck? And so that he thing would too, the reason just leapfrog one to another to another. And the reason why this con worked out so well, because so many people, and and honestly, I don't like a lot of the shame that victims of scams get because it is it can be very easy to fall into. Oh, it is it's not so easy to it's fall not into. It's not always something that's just for the weak minded or love struck, like whatever it may be. Um, but a lot of these women, the reason why they decided to give him this money is because when they first met him on their first date, he took them on a private jet. He took them on this amazing vacation right. to Mykonos. So it was almost like, a, like I owed you something. Well, and like they Yikes. knew that he had money. They were like, of course he's going to pay me back. He has a private jet. He has a security team. Of course he's going to pay me back, you know? Well, not only that, he he would make up these fake receipts and then mm-hmm. email them to him saying, hey, uh, I owed you 150000 Here's $400,000. Here's a receipt of the yeah. bank deposit I made, right? Yeah. So they go, oh my God, that's so kind of you. Thank you. Then they'd be checking their bank accounts every day Nothing's... because of course their bills are racking Damn. up. Nothing goes in. They're like, the money's not going in. He's like, ah, oh, the account was frozen. It's under investigation. Don't worry, it's coming. Or Ooh. I've sent it. Call the bank. It's a problem with Wait, the bank. It's been sent. So don't answer this. Well, I'll answer this, but don't give it away because now I kind of want to watch this. But do we get to see, like, is there is like a verdict at the end of this? Like where this guy is now and yep. what he's doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And yep. it's out and on here, Netflix now. Here's the amazing thing mm-hmm. is the scam was so airtight. The punishment he received was... Pebbles on a beach. Like, yeah. it was hmm. nothing. I'm intrigued. Nothing. I'm intrigued. It is. Yeah. I remember watching it as, like, this is a crazy story. I cannot believe that this is real, but it is real. And this yeah. type of stuff happens all the time. Like, but this is just obviously very grandiose, but it, yeah, yeah. it's now, I, wild. I don't want to sound like a sociopath by any stretch, but this is a guy because they, 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 uh, the reporters, the journalists uh, from Oslo traveled all the way to his home country and track down where he was, where he came from to what he ended up being. I don't want to sound like a sociopath, but you do have to appreciate that kind of criminal mind. Oh, like, it's it is insane. Brilliant. I say this all the time. Criminals are some of the smartest people in the world. Some of them. Some of them are really dumb, but some yeah. of them are really, really smart. Yeah. Like it's in the yeah. way that they can manipulate and con. It's my brain could never work like that. Most he, of our brains could never work like that. He certainly had a type, though, didn't he, Jasmine Lane? Yeah. Cute, blonde, Norwegian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice yeah. German yeah. accent. You're set. It's, un- it's interesting when you talk about cons. I read an interesting quote recently, and it said anyone could be conned, but getting them admit to them th- to admitting that they mm-hmm. were conned is another thing. Once mm-hmm. they're conned, they're like, well, no, no, it's, it's all legit. Like, it, it, no, 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 I, I'm, not, I'm not dumb enough to fall for mm-hmm. that. And a lot of these women just wouldn't give up. They're like, no, no, this, this, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I have to keep sending him money. This is all going to be okay. It's crazy. I, I want to say, I know we're running a little long here, but oh, the, yeah. what did you the find fact out? that I found out last night when I was doing some reading, so right when the COVID-19 pandemic hit, this same guy, Simon, he had actually had another alias at the time where he was going on and he was uh, pretending to be like a virologist. And he there was interviews of him discussing the pandemic and all these things. And he was this big real estate mogul, he had said. So I thought that was very interesting, too, how even after all of this, he was still at it, trying wow. to con people and live this fake life. 
you want to see one of the best con movies out there, go see Catch Me If You Can with Leo DiCaprio mm. and Tom Hanks. It's one of my favorites. 6.57, we'll take a break. Holy moly, we got a story coming up after 7 o'clock. It is worth it. Do not go anywhere. Energy 106. Okay, I want to thank everybody who we prompted to phone the loud line yesterday. Thank you very much. Those phone calls are coming up here momentarily, and that is going to lead us into a story that we've been waiting hours upon hours upon hours to hear from none other than T. Carr himself, a.k.a. Tina. That's coming up in the first half hour of Hour 2. We'll also get into music news. You can use Wait What and CFL Free Agency. Ooh, what's going on with the Bombers? We'll touch on that halfway through the hour. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr. Hour 2 starts right now. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. You can call the loud line at 478-8040 about anything at any time. Also, the loud line right now is the love line. Yeah, you can call the love line the whenever love you want, line. starting now until Valentine's Day. We're going to be playing your calls. That's sponsored by Boston Pizza. So just give us a call, 204 204- Four four seven eight eight zero four zero. Share how in love you are. Send your shout outs to your loved ones. Request a song, whatever it may be. Yeah. Spread the love on the love line. That's going down on Valentine's the Day. Love line. The love, love line. Love it. Uh, okay, so we got a busy loud line to get to first of all today. Uh, we've got a call here. It's actually kind of a two part. It's about four minutes long. Now, when you call a loud line, we wow. don't like to restrict you like the government on, you know, time or anything else. <laughs> but this one's just about four minutes, so we might not be able to play the full thing. But let's start it and we'll see how we feel. Guys. Okay, I have a couple things for you. One's light, one's kind of heavy. I'll save the light one for last because it's fun. I know we're sick of COVID. I'm sick of COVID too. I understand and I respect everyone's choices. Your choice is your choice. My choice is my choice. I don't attack you. You don't attack me. All is great. But this weekend, I went into Dairy Queen on Portage to get my son a birthday cake. It was his 19th birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday. I walk in. First off, I pull into the driveway, into the parking lot, and there's a truck with one of the freedom flags on the back, and I went, okay. So I walked in, and there's a husband and wife, and she is masked up. He is not. And he, you have to remember this is a weekend, okay? There are minimum wage young adults, teenagers, working the tills, trying their best to serve you. And this husband and wife, this husband has got the exemption and, you know, the staffers are doing what they're told, asking him to mask up. Remember, this this Dairy Queen also has a drive-thru. So, you know, they're doing what they're told and he's pulling out the uh, exemption laws and blah, blah, blah. Are you making me, are you, are you telling me that you're making me leave? And that's fine. I get it. You have an exemption. My dad had a seatbelt exemption when he was alive because of his back. I get it. You have an exemption. Okay, so that's part one. Um, and then, you know what, part two is basically how she said that the wife was the one that ended up doing everything. The wife went and got the cake and paid. Like, the the husband actually didn't do anything while he was in the Dairy Queen. Like, there was really no reason for him to be in there. So it was almost like he came across like he was just trying to prove something by being in there and to make people uncomfortable. So Okay, so I'm confused. Is, is she blaming the whole trucker convoy on him? Like, is she trying no, to associate no. with him? No, I don't think that. Okay. I think she's saying she... She calls him a bully because I think he she's goes saying, in Stop and stop being a piece of crap. And, yeah, you know, 
Yeah. And I, I a little bit more of that call as well was just the fact that he was going off on these employees who are young and working minimum wage. And it's like, well, yeah. that's never appropriate at any time. No, no. So. What are the, well, what I'm, are now I'm really to curious do? to hear the rest of the call. We can, we can play it. <laughs> yeah, let's play it. Here we go. Still me. I'm still continuing. <laughs> so the wife is the one who goes and picks the cake. The wife is the one who pays for the cake. The husband unmasked with the exemption then asks for the washroom key and goes to the washroom. Meanwhile, the wife, waiting for the cake, because they wanted something put on it, also pays for the candles and sparklers she decided she wants after she paid for the cake. Mm. And then the husband comes out from the washroom, and they're chuckling and smiling, and they take their cake and their candles and their sparklers, and they leave. Now, I watched this whole thing, and trust me, I really debated on whether or not I should step in, intervene, help these poor part-time, minimum-wage girls go through this with them. But I wanted to see how they could handle it, and they did a pretty good job. I also didn't want to give this person, who I felt I understand the freedom fight, I understand it, but I feel like in that instance, he did, took part... He did not take part in picking the cake, paying for the cake, or paying for the candles and that. I felt like he just wanted to be in that store for the sake of being in that store. I feel like that's a bully. That's not a freedom fighter. Mm. That's not someone fighting for the rights of a group who are being oppressed. That is a person fighting for your individual want. And I get it. You have an exemption. I do. I respect everything that has to, everyone's choice in all of this. But what I'm asking is please stop picking on the poor minimum wage people, teenagers trying to just earn a buck or earn a living. Okay. I, okay. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But when you say, I understand you have an exemption, well, then you don't understand that he has an exemption. Because if he has an exemption, <sighs> then he should be allowed to walk through that store. Now, is his, could his judgment have been better? Absolutely, it could have. He, could have he also didn't have to go in the Dairy Queen, it sounded like. so. Yeah, exactly. Like, he probably could have stayed in the vehicle. He <laughs> absolutely could have. So his judgment on that one, probably not uh, probably not the greatest. It probably no. could have, only could have taken mum. But you, you can't sit there and go, I get you have an exemption. But when he gets, he got bullied about his exemption, saying, sorry, your exemption doesn't mean crap. You have to wear a mask anyway. But also it's like, you know, if you have that exemption, you only should use it in situations where you're actually going in to do something. He was ignorant in the fact that he wasn't paying for the cake or picking it up. Stay out of it then. Don't make it worse for those people. If it's husband and wife, I guess the wife paid for it. The wife paid for it. Their husband and wife. Eh, Come on. He could have stayed in his damn vehicle. Yeah, sure he could have. Speaking of this uh, protest downtown right now, we got this call. Hey, guys. Just wanted to call in this morning because I was listening to the show yesterday and Dave was going on and on making sure we all knew exactly what the truth was at the Freedom Convoy and then he went on to say that he was disgusted that someone would drive over four people at the Winnipeg protest when in reality all it was and the police found this out from the man who did it, that it had nothing to do with his political beliefs or his thoughts on the protest. So just figured that seeing as Dave was allowed to tell us what the truth was, that I should probably get in the facts and let him know also. Thanks. Well, 
Okay, well, here's the deal. Regardless of what his political views are, he still drove through four people who were standing there. That's still disgusting. And by the way, I've been getting a lot of messages from people. I said that this guy had no priors, and apparently that's true, but apparently this is not a good dude. This yeah. is not a good dude. Well, anybody that drives that over anybody is not a good person. Right. But even before that, he had been, yeah, there's been some pretty awful things that mm-hmm. have, and I'm not going to, because I don't know, have any facts, so I'm not going to say what they are, but there are a lot of people saying this is not a good dude, period. Uh, this is for Jasmine. This is for Jasmine. She did not post Dave's picture of his work of art for his wife. So yeah. if you could please post those on your Instagram. Energy 106 Facebook page or Instagram page, that'd be great. Well, it's, it's on there. Thanks. It's, it's there. It's funny you should say that because I did. <laughs> you did. Okay. <laughs> it is up there. Yeah. I didn't I didn't post. Maybe it's possible because I just posted the first picture because there's a few in a row. So the first one is just the, uh, the, the drawing. The blueprint. Um, but you can swipe that and then you can see the other ones if maybe you were scrolling and you didn't. Uh, there. A little earlier, we were talking about just how much damn snow we have in the city. I guess this isn't really a good prom- uh, positive uh, loud line. But, uh, <laughs> That's okay. None of them have been. <laughs> but I'm, I can't believe the city of Winnipeg and the snow plowing. I clear my sidewalk. I'm a good neighbor. I clear my sidewalk for my neighbors. I see their kids walk into the bus. I see people walk into work. I clear, the, I clear it with my little snowblower from the 80s. And that, that thing is not easy to push. And then I wake up this morning, I go and look at my sidewalk, and the guy came, or the person came and plowed it, and left oh, yeah. little snow moguls down the sidewalk. Oh, it's the like they just pushed more snow onto it rather than cleared it. Hmm. Like, what are you guys doing? I mean, you've got these gigantic Argo things, and you that's the job you do? That's a, it's, a, it's ridiculous. Like, oh, it's frustrating. You wake up, and you put that effort in, and then you got to go plow it again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I know I have that feeling. It's happened numerous times in my snow shoveling career. It's not a great feeling. <laughs> it is basically a career when you live in Winnipeg. Um these next calls, Dave, do you want to explain them to me? <laughs> well, listen, we uh, we prompted uh, the early morning crowd, the primetime crew and the stick around crew yesterday to phone the loud line and to kind of trigger you a little yeah, bit to make uh, <laughs> sure we get this story. Yeah, you want to know, it's only- so f- I have to cut you off because this yesterday I slept in a little bit and I woke up. And I'm like, why are we? Get- what did Dave talk about today? Why are we getting so many voicemails? Like, gosh. So I clicked one and th- I, this is the first one that I heard. The message is for Tyler. Tyler, I was wondering if you knew anything about Nerf. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up and I was like, what did Dave say? And then I got this one. Hey, Nerf guns, what's up? Nerf guns, what's up? <laughs> then there's this one. Hey, so, uh, Tyler, I'm kind of sorry that you uh, missed the first ever Pokey Monday. Oh, yeah. But I think I know a way to make it up to you. Mm, how? Have a Nerf battle with me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 catch you later. No, oh, and then there's there's still one more. Yeah, Tyler. Were those uh, Smurf guns or Nerf guns? <laughs> oh, so you want the story? You're getting the story. Next. Got something to say to Wheeler in the morning? Call the loud line and leave a message. 204-478-8040. What? What's, uh... What's the spectacles? <laughs> It was a spectacle, let me tell you. <laughs> it was a spectacle, let me tell you. You want me to? You want the story, Dave? Can, can you air uh, those calls again, real quick? Just the uh, just the ones in question here. Just yeah. I want to make sure they get their day in the sun. Yeah, these ones. The message is for Tyler. Tyler, I was wondering if you knew anything about Nerf. 
No, I I don't know. Yeah. In your skins, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Were those uh, Smurf guns or Nerf guns? Uh, okay, now listen. Everyone did their part. We wanted to make sure you were nice and triggered. Floor is yours. Okay. One Nerf gun, two hospitals, over five hours of waiting time, potential of losing my vision. Here's the story. So That was a good tease. Yeah. In rural Manitoba, you can go to so many fun places, like hidden gems, mm-hmm. places that you don't even know exist, right? And yep. you don't have to drive too far. So on Friday, it was a bit of an adventure to go out to the Steinbach Bar, Jasmine's Old Hood, and uh, <laughs> see where she used to throw down on the dance floor. Let me Do they see. still have a statue there ever? Yeah, and there's still a mark on the wall, too. Of they got rid of the stripper poles, yeah. I found out. I was so disappointed. It looks Aww. so different in there now from when I used to go there. Right, and no, they did not have this Nerf gun battle at the Steinbach Bar. That was to simply just to have a meal, you know, have a few drinks. It was Friday. I had Monday off. I was looking forward to my extra long weekend. Had a few drinks, my Long Island iced tea. For some reason, it was on special, so it was like a triple instead of just a single. So, like, nice. that paints a bit of a, of, of a picture of how this story goes. On the way to uh, Patrick's house, we <laughs> decided that on the way, it was going to be in Tina's head that we were going to start a Nerf gun battle the minute we walked into Patrick's house. Now, the reason why is Patrick has this dog, and this dog's name is Bruce. And Bruce gets very, very, very excited slash angry when the Nerf guns that Patrick has are shot in the house. To the point that, yes. Can I can I get a little recon on the artillery? What kind of Nerf guns are we talking here? We're are we talking, talking like six a, shooters? Are we talking handguns? Are we talking machine guns? <laughs> it's one that you kind of, you hold it with both hands. Like you got one hand on the trigger, one hand on the nozzle, and it's got six. Pump action. It, yeah. Okay, yeah. And it's got six. Like the in the front, it goes one. So you can shoot six in a row and are get they, some good. Uh, uh, are what? they plastic suction tipped darts? Yeah, hard okay. plastic suction tipped darts. Okay. Just want to make sure we're yeah. painting an accurate picture. Yeah, here. no, stop me whenever. So uh, Bruce gets really excited for these Nerf guns, mostly because he likes to protect everybody from the Nerf guns. He jumps up and tries to bite them. So I walk into the house and I'm like, I'm feeling a type of way. I'm like, it's Friday. I've got this triple Long Island iced tea in me and there's a Nerf gun in front of me. I'm going to hype the dog. I want to hype the dog. I want to see the dog go crazy. Throw the Nerf gun to Patrick because I don't want the dog jumping all over me because I'm a tiny Tina, whereas the (laughs) Bruce is a big Bruce. So I don't want to be tipsy Tina on the floor. I want Patrick to shoot me. So I throw this Nerf gun. I'm like, shoot me, shoot me right now. Shoot me. Get the dog, dog. Uh, Bruce, save me. Save me. He's going to shoot me with the Nerf gun. So Patrick goes, bounces off my forehead oh funniest thing in the world couldn't even oh my goodness we're laughing it's like oh my gosh i got hit in the head with the nerf gun that's so funny me again again we hype him up a little more hype him up a little more and that's when it happened the it was like a slow-mo like the nerf gun shot the nerf bullet out and it was slow-mo and i blinked as it was in the air and then right before i opened my eye smack right inside my eye that hard nerf bullet right in my left eye Did it I, suction cup it it bounced off it hit the Tyler's floor gotta go pull it out like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it bounces off i scream it's like a, it's one of those like oh because it's just like oh no you know what happened i hit turn by a sniper drops to the yeah, floor well almost i turn i smack my hand against the wall i'm in pain i'm crying already i'm like 
my eye, literally screaming my eye. And I, that's when things went downhill very quickly. You know, so, it, was, it was interesting. It was interesting. I heard it from my Friday night. I'm like, Candace, I don't know why, but I hear someone calling for help about their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Dave, Dave. One no, of it, us. One of it us. hurt. Like, I'm telling you, the most pain I've ever experienced in my eye in my life. So it went downhill very quickly, and I read online, quickly did a quick Google search. Can you lose your vision from a Nerf gun? Yes, you can, actually, but it's, can. it's unlikely. But it's it's possible that you could injure it quite badly. So I went out to the hospital there. Uh, best thing to do is to always Google your symptoms. Yeah. It will always give you the best case now, scenario. It, Not really. No, it basically told me I was losing all my eyesight. <laughs> but uh went out to the hospital there, got some antibiotics. They actually did some freezing in my left eye. They were quite concerned. The next day, it was still hurting, so I went out to Misericordia Hospital. Is that how you say it? Yes. The miserable Cordia. Yes. But I will tell you right now, number one, every nurse, every doctor in there, so fabulous. They were so great. Um, The wait time wasn't too, too long at Misericordia either. Uh, They saw me right away. The guy actually sat me down, and uh, I guess to let you know, everything's okay with my eye, thankfully. I didn't even have a scratched cornea or like a detached retina, but those are very common with Nerf guns. Mm -hmm. I was telling him, I was like, you know, I'm a radio host. I'm going to tell this story. What are the Winnipeg's stats for Nerf guns. Like, tell me, lay it on me. They see anywhere between three to five Winnipeggers come into the Misericordia every week just from Nerf gun Come injuries on. on their wow. eye. He said, you have ma- to mark those down as gunshot wounds? <laughs> they said a majority are dads coming in because the kids are shooting the dads in the yeah, eyes and the sense. dad's wow. eyes don't heal as fast. Whereas the kids right. get shot, they can kind of reta- like bounce back better. Back, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I have to wear my spectacle glasses for the next week and uh, my droopy eye is not as droopy today. But yeah, it was a situation. With yeah, I'm not going to lie, I had a bad friend moment because I saw Tyler Carr the day after it happened after he had spent all day getting his eyes checked, getting all these drops in and whatnot. I went to his place to go pick up a, co- a copy of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was really funny because I, as soon as I saw him, I just started laughing. Yeah. Like I was like, I can't, I, like, I'm so sorry, but that's, you look so stupid right now. Now, listen, Tyler, there's a lot of ways to become legendary in radio, but only one to become an icon. Wow. Thanks, Dave. Ah. Yeah. By the way, uh, we did a quick side-by-side comparison of, uh, of your eye injury when you were still kind of thinking, I may lose vision of my eye, I may have a detached red nun. You sent me a picture of it, and I sent back a picture of you when I was 17 yeah. years old for my eye injury. Same, same. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, same. Uh, you know what? And honestly, like, I'm just obviously very grateful that my eye's going to be okay. I also want to say Nerf guns should come with safety glasses. I don't know why they don't. That 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 to me is a missed opportunity on I think on it that says part. that on the fine print. It so does. Wear eye protection. Well, guess what mm. when the in the heat of the moment you don't always have that around so be careful with the nerf guns did it That's, knock out your contact uh oh yeah that was another the, literally the minute it happened i had to go take my contact out and that was the most painful thing i've ever had to experience so yeah we threw those out well we are glad you are okay and i will cancel the order i made for the pirate flag that i was going to have you hang in thank your you window. oh damn it that would have been awesome to be a pirate <laughs> <laughs> CFL free agency kicks off today. I'll tell you about who's staying and who's going. Music news you can use and wait what? Still coming up this hour with Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. What is happening with all of the concerns around bus shelters lately? I mean, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, there have been a lot of incidents since the summertime, especially. So uh, we got some insight 
there. A little bit of it, at least. That's coming up after this. First, though, Billie Eilish is too kind to make the same mistake as others in the industry. (coughs) Travis Scott. Well, um, (laughs) she saw a fan experiencing something in the crowd, and she completely stopped the show until her fan was okay. We're taking care of our people. Hold on. I wait for people to be okay until I can go she had her team rush. Yeah, she had her team rush out and give the girl an inhaler after Billie Eilish saw that there was a girl in the audience that was kind of panicking, crying. She yeah. didn't seem okay, so she stopped and was like, "Hey, what's wrong?" And the girl says, "I re- I need my inhaler. I didn't. I couldn't bring my inhaler into the show. I need my inhaler." There's quite a few people online saying that Billie only did this for the good clout because of Travis Scott, but no, like her, Britney, Rihanna, mm-hmm. Beyonce, Gaga. Like I could name so many. Even look, Maroon Five. Yeah, they have look, all stopped. Their Dave, shows before Dave Roll, Lincoln yeah. Park. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But I mean, if, if the Astro World incident is going to put these artists on notice a little bit more to Abs- keep an then eye, good. then then fine. I don't exactly. care if it's for the cloud or not. Yeah. Exactly. I really could good. care less if it saves somebody's life in the crowd. Great, mm-hmm. it's a good trend. I love it. It's so fun. She's only doing this for good clout. Like, waited. Like, okay, she helped somebody, and now you're demonizing her for it. Like, would would you rather like stop? You there's no winning with some people. It's insane. Um, anyway, though, she actually also assured the fan that if she started to feel bad again, that her and her team were going to be keeping an eye on her and to w- wave them down if she needed anything wow. throughout the show. And she didn't. She ended up getting an inhaler and, yeah. and she was OK. But uh, yeah, very nice of them. For some more mushy, gushy love stories, J-Lo has said she doesn't think her and Ben Affleck will be breaking up again, crediting how much they've grown up. And uh, she said when they were younger, they were so incredibly in love, but they had so much going on and so much media attention. They hadn't really found that balance. Whereas now it's the same love with a, a work-life balance that they just didn't develop at the time when they de- like dated when they were much younger. Oh, poor A-Rod. Now that Army Hammer is out of rehab after having drug and alcohol problems, as well as messages where he stated he wanted to try cannibalism and sexually assault women, well, um, his wife and him announced that they were filing for divorce right before he went into rehab about two years ago. But they are now working on things. Uh, Apparently, he has proven his commitment to long-term changes to her. The pair share children. Yeah. Would I want to continue to date a guy that was doing all that stuff and then also doing that stuff behind my back? Not really, but uh, to each their own, I suppose. Bus shelters in many neighborhoods are becoming increasingly less comfortable uh, for people to seek refuge from the elements, especially riders. A 49% increase in calls for help at shelters was recorded for 2021, and there are a number of regular riders who have had to make 911 calls themselves due to their concern for others inside of the shelters, fires, possible overdoses, or uh, even just calls to request cleanup of dozens of used needles that are just littering the ground nearby. The problem seems to be the worst at various downtown locations, as well as a few down Regent. So what is being done? Well, clearly more supports are needed. And uh, there is a meeting with officials this month to see what their options are and funding and and what that will allow them to do. There's been a lot of calls to add another safe injection site somewhere in the city and near some of these areas to hopefully clean up some of those areas. Um, We will see. But of course, if you do see somebody experiencing something distressing, uh, of course, always call 911 and make sure everybody's okay. 
Newsfeed is sponsored by Frank's Pizza, now with three locations. Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and leaves you hungry for more. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. A quick little yeah. thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm getting a ton of messages being like, why would you go to the hospital over Nerf gun? When they're already so overwhelmed Listen, the first one I went to I didn't want to go They were very concerned And then they recommended me to go to Miss Accordia Where they have a special eye unit Where they specifically told me That they see four to five Winnipeggers Actually three to five Winnipeggers Every week from Nerf guns And it can be quite serious Did I want to go to the hospital? No, but I did because I was concerned for my vision Um, I want to say if you are somebody Who is messaging Tyler right now Giving him crap about experiencing a medical emergency and going to the hospital, please put your phone down and think about what you're doing for a second because that's what hospitals are for. Yes, they are overrun. Yes, they are still needed for many other life events. Tyler experienced something very scary. He was recommended to go to the hospital and he did to take care of himself as everybody should when they are experiencing a medical emergency. I'm actually shocked at, shook at how many you people are messaging me right now. You should be apologizing for that, Tyler. You hurt yourself and you got it taken care of at the place that you pay your tax dollars to get that taken care of at. Thank you. CFL free agency starts today, and here's a voice that might not be returning to the Blue Bombers locker room. Clip Tyler, by the clip. Sorry, I'm so out of it right now. That's okay, by the clip. Thank you. You got my back! I got your back! 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 Alright, let's go then, baby. Win! 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 That wow. is Andrew Harris, and all signs are pointing to a split between Harris and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers as talks were pretty minimal leading up to today. The good news is Brady Oliveira and a two-year extension with the Bombers of the Big Blue will not be without a talented tailback. Uh, the Oak Park High grad said, there's no amount of money that would pull me away from the Bombers, so as long as they want me, they'll have me. Kenny Lawler looks like he's on the way out and is in line for a big payday. Either the Elks or the Lions look to be battling it out with 300 k being the magic number. That's big money. Denarian Grant may also be on the way out. He had a four he had four punt return touchdowns and Sergio Castile, bomber kicker, may also find a new home. He was he was halfway through the season when we got him, really changed the outcome of the bomber season. CFL free agency starts this morning at 10 a.m. Central. Don't forget, AJ's Bengals are going to the Super Bowl this Sunday. Holy moly, we're leading up to it. Quarterbacks are doing interviews. The Pro Bowl's done. We're gonna talk more about the Super Bowl as we get closer to that. All right, coming up after 8 o'clock, we're going to take some uh, live phone calls if they're available, and I'm sure there will be, because off the air on the old text machine and the DMs and the emails, holy moly, what is wrong with you people? What is wrong with you? Uh, Why are you going after poor Tina? You got her all fired up in here, and Jasmine and I are have to my, deal with the fallout. My eye is twitching again. <laughs> I probably the good one or the bad one? a medical emergency. We'll save it. We'll, we'll, I can't. Yeah. Excuse uh, what? Who raised you? I we'll don't talk about get it. it. You're gonna send me back o'clock. to the hospital oh, with all getting, these yeah. DMs. <laughs> Jeepers, Murphy! It's never a dull moment oh. here at the IJL Diamond oh, Studios, my. located at 520 Cordon Avenue, HQ of Energy 106, and the home of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, and Tina. 750 the current time. Oh, I thought you were getting into it. Never mind. Go for it. Okay, thanks. Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Coming up after 8 o'clock. Wait, what? (laughs) Tina gets destroyed. Wow. Finish her. (laughs) (laughs) Sponsored by Vernoss Auto Body at the top of the waterfront. Full mechanical and courtesy cars are available. You know, Tyler, if you ever need a pep talk, you just go and message Anita Vernoss. She's a lovely being. She's going to be messaging me right away, I know. She was so nice to me last time. Mm -hmm. Best. Uh, You are part of the family at Vernoss Auto Body, and they definitely treat you that way 100 yep. percent 
We so, treat you like family, not like some uh, degenerate overusing yeah, the healthcare system. Yeah, not like some idiot going to the hospital when he suffers a medical emergency. <laughs> Gross. So, uh, turns out a lot of people lie. Shocker. Um, so you know how there's like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna generalize and say men and women here. I'm fully aware that this affects everybody, but just for the sake of this story, that's where I'm generalizing. So, um, you know how like there's a lot of talk in TVs and stuff, especially how like men go on dates and men are like, oh my god, I hooked up with so many girls. Yeah, I hooked up with two girls in one day. Well, it turns out that there's actually a very, very big discrepancy in hookup culture and the things you brag about to your friends and uh, the actual activity that happens on dates. There was actually a big poll that was done, about 20,000 college students that were describing their most recent dates. And to these researchers, these strangers, and 63% of them said, oh yeah, we totally went to home base. Yeah, totally. We definitely did. Yeah, it was totally great. Yeah, I stopped texting her right after though. You know, don't want her getting too attached, bro. Um, and so 63% of them, it turns out that only 36% of those people interviewed actually were telling the truth because wow. they went to their dates afterwards and were like, hey, what happened? Hmm. You know, it's funny. If you go back to a classic for my generation, American Pie, there's the rule of three. When asking someone about the number of sexual partners they've had, multiply a woman's answer by three because ladies don't want to seem like, you know, the, uh, mm-hmm. the one that... And when a man, you divide the number by three because he wants to seem like a player. So that stat that you brought up, 36%, is pretty accurate with the rule of three. Hmm. It's just interesting. Live your life. Also, you don't you don't owe anybody any stats at any yeah. time. You're allowed to live your life, and if somebody asks you a personal question, you don't have if to answer somebody, it. If you're dating somebody and they're like, hey, how many sexual partners have you had? You should probably kick them out of your car at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Like, truthful, the no thank you, sir. We are not doing this. Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah. there you go. There's someone who doesn't want to talk about it in comparison to men who probably do. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. But, uh, but I find, but, but there's a secret that I've learned by watching a lot of these Sex in the City uh, television shows and Emily in Paris that when women get together, they're more than willing to spill the tea as long as it's in closed company. Oh, we tell each other everything. Exactly. <laughs> Especially in the You're bathroom so in the back of a bar. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Energy 106. Okay, here we go. Prime time hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We're going to open up the phones because uh, apparently you guys got some stuff to say, so we're going to let you say it. We got a Mary Brown's $25 gift card to give away large Hunter D's boy best legs in town. We got a special <laughs> guest, a dear old friend of mine, joining the show after 8.30 to talk a little Winnipeg nightlife all that and more this hour of wheeler in the morning let's get it wheeler in the morning on energy 106 you know what let's uh, we're gonna save the mary brown's gift card 25 minutes around let's just get this out of the way uh we we have some drama going on in the studio here this morning and i think it needs to be addressed because some of you people are just you're being irrational and it's okay i get it i understand why people get irrational there's a lot of tension going on in people's lives i understand but you're picking on the wrong person yeah. <laughs> if you want to get to Tina, you got to go through me. Yeah. Do you want to explain what happened here? All right. So here's the deal. We we, we pumped this up yesterday. Uh, Jasmine and I were in the studio by ourselves because Tyler took a long weekend. And uh, there was a story that came out that he 
brought us into the loop about how he had uh, an unfortunate Nerf gun accident, landed directly in his open eyeball, had some blurry vision, panicked a little bit, which is, you know, normal, a lot of pain. There was crying and there was a trip to one hospital who suggested he go to another hospital. Thank goodness, after some uh, reflection, no pun intended, and some uh, some consultations with some professional eye doctors, uh, there was no detached retina. There was no scratched cornea, but better to go in and check, especially because you wear contacts. There could have been a piece of contact that broke up. There could be a lot of things. Listen, take it from a guy who can't see out of one eye. You want to make sure that stuff takes uh, is taken care of. So there are people you I know it's you that are texting and sending DMs and emails and smoke signals saying, how dare you go in for such a minor injury and overwhelm our healthcare system? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's that's not the way that's not the way socialized medicine works. We've talked about this on the show before. But if you want to call into the show and we can debate it, go for it. 204-452-1061. You want to get to Tina? You got to go through me. I mean, yeah. Thanks, Dave. I I'm appreciate sure you guys it. want to bet that nobody calls in except for support. <laughs> There's it, it's surprising to me that anybody would shame somebody for going to a hospital because I you know, for me, it's one of those things. If you think you need to go to a hospital then that's a decision you're allowed to make for yourself. And yep. and at the end of the day, if you're okay, that's perfect. I had a kidney that infection so a couple months ago, and I went to the hospital, and I ended up right. having to get some really strong medication, and I had to take freaking two days off work for it. Like, I'll, I'll like read you, you don't yeah. know anybody's Look story for why they are seeking medical attention. Back off. Look at it this way. You know when uh, when mom or dad makes way too much of some food, and you have to eat that food for an entire week, and yeah. you're like, oh, I'm sick and tired of this? That's the way a lot of healthcare professionals are feeling right now. Are they probably like, oh my god, an eye thing? Yeah, bring them in. Yeah. I, I want to see something new. You were getting a phone call here. Go ahead. Hi there. Um, I'm actually an ER nurse, and I fully support you coming in. It's your it's your right. You know, we've been fighting for rights, and this is your actual right, one of right. them. And don't ever feel like you can't come to the hospital. We see hangnails. We see wood tip bites. We see You don't see slivers. hangnails. Come on. Like, <laughs> like just come in. Thank like, you. Don't worry about it. Well, and You so, actually see hangnails? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Dave, they oh get bad God. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, those- Thank you for the <laughs> you know call. What? You know what? There's a really, really large problem with people not having general practitioners. So yeah. if you have yeah, no other choice, true. come. We'll take care of you. I yeah. love that. Thank you for love that. It. That was awesome. Um, it's just, I'll read you this one. Um, Jillian on our, our Facebook page wrote, now this is the reason our hospitals are overwhelmed. Nerf injuries that should always just be walked off. Listen, and I said this earlier. That is I, not I, why our hospitals are overwhelmed. When, when, when I you went know to, why our hospitals are overwhelmed. When I, when I went to Misericordia, the guy told me three to five Winnipeggers every week come in for Nerf gun injuries, and a majority of them do need some sort of attention, whether that is a little bit of laser or that is a medication, because sometimes you can get an eye infection from a debris that went inside your eye. I, I don't even understand why I need to I don't get it. debate that. You said her name's Jillian? Yes. Jillian? I'm sure you're a lovely human being, but I would like to point out here that you are a grown adult that takes care of yourself. And so is Tyler Carr. And if there is an injury that Tyler Carr, a grown adult who knows his body and knows his limits, can walk off, I'm sure he will be. Because nobody really wants to be in the hospital ever, especially right now. So in the same way that when you know something is too serious and you need to seek medical attention, Tyler Carr experienced that same thing. And he suck. What was that word? He suck. He seeked. (laughs) Sucks it up. He sucketh medical attention. (laughs) And he got his problem (laughs) taken care of. He seeketh the medical attention. (laughs) He seeketh the medical attention. What the heck was the first word I just said? To the (laughs) misericordia. The eyeballs are coming. The eyeballs. 
calls are coming. <laughs> it's a case-to-case basis. Listen, three weeks ago, I talked about how I super glued the cuts in my hands because right. I realized that that does not need a trip. I mean, right. I, I that I understood. But something when it comes to your eye, absolutely. I that is a critical organ in your body. I just... It, it, and for a minute after we were done talking about that story, I was, you know, we did the story, whatever. It's dramatic. It is funny. I get it. It's a funny story. It was my fault. But I felt embarrassed for going to the hospital and I, I had to push myself back and be like, no, that is a reason why I wanted to go. Like, I shouldn't be embarrassed from that just because nothing was actually wrong. I'm happy. I was That's able to take care of myself. For. We're getting another call here. Hello. Hi, I'm calling about the nurse. Thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> go for it. Uh, okay, so when I was thirteen, I did the St. John's ambulance babysitting course, Good and in that they teach you everything from normal babysitting stuff right all the way to a coil in the eyeball. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I've taken a lot of that first aid training through my life because I'm an accident-prone person. And I know the difference between what I can take care of myself and what needs to go to the hospital. So people need to use their common sense, mm-hmm. just like Tyler did there. You know, like it just flabbergasts me that people can actually be against him seeking help. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I feel like most people probably aren't even that against it. And if they were feeling what he was feeling, they would have done the same thing. But everybody loves to be a big hotshot behind their keyboard. No kidding. Okay, here's the thing. I I, I think <laughs> because the of the call. temperature, I think for the temperature we've been in under the two years, people are treating the hospitals like kryptonite. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. That's what they're there for. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Go ahead. You guys there? Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Tyler. I believe you have every right to have gone to a hospital and get your eye checked out. That could be a serious thing, but I'm disappointed in you play with nerf guns and not wearing eye equipment. I know, I know. Trust me, when I went to the Misericordia Hospital, I felt, I, I, I said that to the guy, I said, first of all, I think all nerf guns should come with safety glasses, <laughs> at least one pair. Second of all, um, yeah, 100%, if you have a Nerf gun, wear safety glasses. You heard pretty it from sure me first. Because, listen, we have Nerf guns in the house, and I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, even on the box when it shows, you know, the little kid having the yeah. time his life shooting Nerf guns, he's got safety glasses on. Yeah. I'm pretty sure even on the box and, and on the fine print it says, <laughs> recommended to wear eye safety equipment. And I get it. You know, you said you were in the uh, the heat of the moment, and it was like, ah, Nerf gun, very yeah. impromptu, here we go. It happens. It does. Well, because of these kinds of things that now the, the premiers want to bring these uh, gun bans in. So you don't want to get those nerve guns banned. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Tyler Carr heading down to the legislature. No more nerf. <laughs> yeah, no, no more, more nerf. <laughs> Do we have time for one more call here? Yeah, of course. Okay. Hello. Hey, so I'm, I'm kind of upset with you, Tyler, mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. Um, there was no invite. Like, I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately, and I'm pretty much a crack shot, and we could have won. But, you know, eventually maybe I'll get an invite for yeah. some Nerf guns. Okay. Well, listen, well, sounds, i got to sounds... tell you right now, I'm never doing another Nerf gun battle ever again. Well, no, it sounds like you need a little retribution, and you need a sharpshooter to take out Patrick, who was True. the one that launched it in your eye, right? True. So I'm saying, yeah, this guy could be good for flanking. Let's up. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out, brother. That's it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Oh, that's so All right, funny. listen, $25 to spend at Mary Brown's. You want to feel better? You want to go to Mary Brown's. That'll, that'll cheer you up, and we've got $25 for you to spend. We'll give that away next here on 
on Wheeler in the morning. I have never been more invited to kids' birthday parties in my life. (laughs) Why? Because of Nerf gun battles. (laughs) My son's having a birthday party next month. I'm like, that's awesome. It's Nerf gun me. No. I'm good. Triggered. (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. Tyler is officially retired from the game of Nerf uh, at at 0-1. You know what? He had had an outstanding career, truly. It's about time he uh, he hangs up the gun. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I've I've been saving this one all morning long, but Tyler Carr, you know, I... uh, uh, I know you look after me, but there's easier ways. You don't have to lose an eye in yeah. order to, you know. Stop, you know Dave. Yeah, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time to play some Jasmine versus Tyler for a $25 gift card to Mary Brown's Chickens. Large hunter and Jesus boy got the best legs and towns out of there at Newfoundland. Oh, my God. We Matt Barron and I were having a good chat actually yesterday uh, because I put Jasmine through the, the ringer. Yeah. Uh, as far as Newfoundlander terms, and he corrected me on a few. He fact-checked me as I knew he would because oh. he is a true blue Newfoundlander. <laughs> I'm just an adopted Newfoundlander being born and raised in Fort McMurray. So he uh, he was he was correcting me on a few of the uh, the questions yesterday, Jasmine. So uh, you you actually did better than you thought. Really? Hey, look at oh, that. wow. Good job. Yeah, okay. There you go. All right. Uh, hit the intro there, and we'll grab I some mean, colors. I mean, I did already, but I'll, yeah, I'll hit, hit it, it again. again. Wheeler in the Morning presents Jasmine versus Tyler. 204-452-1061. First caller through gets their choice of Jasmine or Tyler. Who would you like? Tyler. Okay, hang on, hold, and you get Jasmine. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hey. Hello. You get Jasmine. Hey. Hey, you have Jasmine, okay? Sounds good. All right. Okay, guys, here we go. Uh, we're doing Olympic trivia. Now, you shouldn't need Google for this. You shouldn't. You just need to use your brain. You know these answers. These are things that you've learned in school and things that you've learned through uh, just experience in life, okay? All so just, right. Just, 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 just use your noggin. Seven questions. First one to get to well, the best out of seven will will win, okay? In which country did the... Oh, buzz in with your name. Feel free to play along at home. In which country did the Olympics originate? Jasmine. Tyler. Jasmine, go ahead. Greece. That is correct, Jasmine Lane. Very good. See? Use your brain. You got the answers right up there. Just got to go through the old Rolodex. Watched Hercules one time. I literally was like, is it Greece? I almost said Greek. What colors are the Olympic rings? Tyler. Tyler, go ahead. Red, blue, Mm -hmm. yellow, Mm -hmm. green, and black. Mm -hmm. Very good, Tyler Carr. Nice work. I forgot about black. I would have got that. Oh, no. That was the last one. I forgot the last one. I'm like, is it purple? Okay, this one's a little bit tougher, but I think if you use your brains, you should be able to figure this one out. What do the Olympic rings represent? Mm. Think about it. It is a worldly event. Tyler, the countries? Jasmine, the continents. There that's, you go, Jasmine. Uh, Very good. Africa, the Americas, Asia, Europe, yeah, and Oceania. Very good, Jasmine. That's what I meant. No, it isn't. What prize was given to winners of the Olympics in ancient Greece? Think about it. There's pictures of it. You can see pictures of it. There's a lot of silhouettes in uh, in, in commemoration of the original A Jasmine, games. a gauntlet. No. A free meal at Opa. No. <laughs> a toga. Good answer. No, you're on the right track there. Uh, we were looking for olive branch crown. Crap. An olive branch. 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 Thanks for competing in this sport where you nearly died several times. Here's an olive branch (laughs) crown for your efforts. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. With pride. I'll wear it with pride. Gosh. The Olympics were first held to honor which Greek god? Ja. Ja. Tyler Hercules. Her Zeus. Zeus is correct, oh, Jasmine wow. Lane, for a point. 
Nice work. Tyler Carr, what did you just say? Not moving around. Did you say Hercules? Hercules, 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 Hercules. For the record, Hercules is a demigod. He's Hercules. When, okay, now this is going to be closest guess. So you each get one guess, okay? It's not going to be a multiple thing, but whoever's closest on this uh, answer is going to get the point, okay? When were women first permitted to compete in the Olympics? Uh, I'm going to guess first. Okay. 1912. 1913. Ooh, Jasmine Lane was closer. 1900. Really? 1900, yeah. You know what? That is much more progressive than I thought it was. That means Jasmine wins. Oh, well, hang on. I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. Name the athlete who holds the record for winning the most all-time Olympic medals. You know this. He's in. Uh, he's he's modern day. It happened within the last decade. Tyler Phelps. That's correct. Tyler Carr. Michael Phelps. He's got twenty-eight. I know 28. that because he's, he's a swimmer. He's got more gold. He's got more gold medals than other people have medals. Wow. But isn't yeah. he kind of low-key problematic? No, he's got caught smoking a joint and oh yeah, deal. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> yeah. Super problematic. It's so problematic. Yeah. I can't even handle that. Oh Yikes. my god. Woof. <laughs> All right. So Jasmine Lane is the winner. Call it two. That means you got yourself a twenty-five dollar gift card to Mary Brown's. Now listen, if you're celebrating something, that's what you go down. You get yourself a bucket of chicken. I'll tell you, they would have taken that over in Olive Branch Crown back in the day. Mary Brown's chicken's best legs in town. If you're celebrating, go get some of that to make yourself feel better. Go get your some of that to make your eye feel better, Tyler. Carson. I will Mary today. Yep. Yeah. Don't go to the hospital though. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about problematic. Uh, NHL is back in swing and the trade deadline's coming up. What are the Jets doing? We'll talk about that coming up next. Don't go anywhere. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. <sighs> Kanye. Uh, mm-hmm. What? What now? What did he do now? Uh, I'm going to fill you in on that in just a little bit. First, though, you know, in all seriousness, people like to crap on Kanye, but I genuinely think that he is not doing okay. And like, I would agree. The like, and it's like, I'm not when I when I talk crap about him, I'm not making fun of him. I really need that to be clear. Like, right. I think he is experiencing something very serious, and unfortunately, not getting the help that I, that most people would get if they were in his situation. Because um, he has the notoriety where he can reject that in ways that most people cannot. Hey, um, he doesn't negotiate with therapists, as he said in his most recent track. Seriously, yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that after this. First, though, charges have been formally laid on the 42-year-old man from Headingley who drove into and injured four people with his vehicle on Friday night at the protest at the ledge. Uh, he has since been released on bail, given a curfew, and barred from entering the city of Winnipeg unless it's due to a medical emergency, which if there's anything our tech sign has told us today, it's that those don't exist. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't go to a hospital ever. Um, sorry. If you miss that, you can listen to the podcast. His next court date is scheduled for March 22nd. He he has 11 different charges that still must be proven in court. Uh, we will see how that goes. A woman from LaSalle has passed away after a snowmobile crash. There were two groups of snowmobilers on a trail that was groomed, and one of the groups went off trail to try to pass the other group. She ended up losing control, and she crashed into a member of the group that they were trying to pass. She was pronounced dead on the scene. Very sad. Very, very sad. Do you remember the uh, band DNCE? Keep on opening your cake by the ocean. Well, 
Joe Jonas has confirmed the group is back together and they have new music on the way. He says his goal in the next few months is to get everyone up on their feet and dancing, adding that there are some new vibes, new flavors and new collaborations with uh, with the group. So after having an episode online attacking his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian, saying all sorts of madness, uh, and Kim also responding for the first time publicly, more or less asking him to leave her alone and leave their kids alone, leave them all off social media. And if you have any complaints, please stop going to Instagram. We have three lawyers for this. So let's let's do that for the benefit of our children, which I will agree with. I, I will be honest. I'm kind of more on the Kanye side when it comes to TikTok gate. Do I think Northwest needs to be on TikTok? Absolutely not. Um, but that's, and, that's, but like, uh, that's a parenting decision. Well, that's the thing, though, right? And so if you have one parent who says, I don't want it, and another one who says that they do, you need to come to a middle ground right. there that needs to be discussed thoroughly, right. for sure. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. It's an absolute mess. Kanye West, though, seems to have regret, and uh, he deleted a lot of the awful rants about her from his social media. Adding to that, he has also refused to sign the documents which would declare Kim Kardashian as legally single, which she has requested. So, uh, obviously, this is going to be a long divorce process. Super curious how Julia feels about all of this. Uh, news feed. You know, why divorce is, you know why divorce is so expensive? Because it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Newsfeed is brought to you by Frank's Pizza, now with three locations. Frank's Pizza uses Bothwell cheese and leaves you hungry for more. For takeout or delivery, visit frankspizza.ca. Claude Giroux, Marc-Andre Fleury, Thomas Hurdle, Phil Kessel, possibly Joe Pavelski, John Klingberg. Those are all the big names that are at the top of the auction block right now. They're in the rumors and discussions as we're approaching the NHL trade deadline. Any one of those players in a team's lineup could be the difference between A, making the playoffs, or going deep in said playoffs, or even winning. As far as the Winnipeg Jets, no one really knows what Chevy is thinking at this point as the trade deadline is six weeks away. But looking at the possible chips on his table, Paul Stastny, unrestricted free agent, as is Andrew Kopp, Nathan Bolio. Smaller chips on the table are Luke Johnson and Seth Griffin with under $1 million cap hits. Kopp and Stastny both north of $3.5 million. Curious to see if the Winnipeg Jets are going to be buyers or sellers. Still dealing with that follow-up from Dustin Bufflin. I truly believe that. We're still dealing with that follow-up. That team was supposed to be built as him with the cornerstone being the cornerstone of that franchise. I still think we're suffering the hangover of that. Ottawa got a win last night, as did the Leafs. Jets host the Wild tonight in front of a capacity capacity crowd of 250 people at Canada Life Center. Wait, when does that change? No, not until the 21st. Oh, I thought it changed already. That's... That's a long uh, time. No, well, no, maybe you're right. No, I think you're right. I think they can actually have uh, 7,500. Per- 7, As of today, Tuesday. Yeah, because yeah, my cousins are coming down next yeah. week for uh, the game, and they're, yeah, 700. Yeah, you're 7, right, because we, we announced that the Winnipeg Ice are going to have half mm-hmm. capacity. Yeah. as a 1,000, so they, they're, the half capacity is no longer capped, which to me is a little confusing, because if you can have 7,500 people in one location, then why can't you have a full restaurant of, like, 200 people? Yeah, I don't, I don't have answers for you. Yeah, no, I don't. Nobody does. Nobody nobody has in the last two years, Tyler Carr, but we just keep on plugging away. Busiest 9 o'clock hour in Canadian radio coming up here in just a few minutes. 
We'll have some wait what for you. We'll have some music news you can use. A whole bunch of good stuff. Things we learned. If you're uh, if you're a podcast listener, that does not appear on the podcast. Mm, that is mm. an exclusive for the stick around crew. <laughs> that happens after nine o'clock this morning. My name's Dave Wheeler, Jasmine Lane, Tyler Carr, and we welcome to the phone a dear old friend. You know her from being part of the broadcast media in Winnipeg over the past couple decades. I don't want to age you at all, but I, you're one of my favorite people, Tracy Koga. Welcome to Wheeler in the morning. Morning, everybody. Hi, Hi, Tracy. I'm getting a lot of static, sorry, on my line. Do you want to call us back? Actually, I'll pick you up on a different line. Okay. Yeah, I'll let's do that. that. I'll do a weather while you call back. Uh, today, uh, we actually are going to get a little bit of maybe rain. <laughs> So that's gonna what? suck tomorrow morning when it freezes yeah, overnight again. It's yep. gonna be cloudy. We're expecting a little bit of rain. A high of plus one right now in Winnipeg. We're sitting at zero. Tracy, is that better? Oh, perfect. Yay! We Welcome Yay! to the program, Tracy Koga. Nice to talk to you, old friend. Hey, good to see. Oh, well, I guess I'm listening to you, Dave. But uh, <laughs> no, sorry, I had to do that technical detail because I would not be able to hear anything you're saying. So, well, there listen, you go. Well, I. I will say you are a consummate professional, and one thing that I've always appreciated uh, from you is your eye for talent. And you are part of the Winnipeg Nightlife Awards, and you went and did some really good recruiting this year as you picked up our very own Tyler Carr to be <laughs> on the board. And i uh, got to say that is a very smart move. Oh, I know. I know. And, and, and you know, it's pure, pure, purely selfish, you know, <laughs> on yeah. our part. Um, but anyways, no, we're so happy to have Tyler on, and he's been involved with the awards, and it's been a long wait, two years, mm-hmm. and a lot, and definitely a, a lot has changed in our city, but um, we're back, and we're just changing it up a little bit this year. Instead of the best, it's honoring and recognizing all of those that have made such incredible strides just to stay open, and you know what? Succeed in all of this, too, as well. And I understand the uh, the nomination voting process has changed a little bit too. Have you? Can you walk us through that? Um, well, it, it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, you're uh, eligible to uh, nominate up to ten people in each category. There's, I believe, around sixteen different categories. And new is you can recognize any local business or company that has pivoted and you know reached out to help each other in these unprecedented times, and also your choice of honor. So is that special someone, frontline worker, you know, the, the friendly checkout person at the grocery store that always has a smile on their face, you know, all of those people that were so brave and so courageous and, you know, really helped all of us survive this. Yeah, so, and yeah. Tracy, I like that too, because, you know, in one of our first meetings, we were talking about just honoring. And I think that's such a big thing right now because so many businesses, they've done so much that not, how is it even, how can you even compare right now? It's just everybody has done something differently to be able to even survive right now. And it's going to be such a cool way uh, during the Winnipeg Nightlife and Lifestyle Awards this year to honor those. Yeah, no, it's going to be an exciting time. So just want to let everybody know that nominations are now open. The website is running and up. And it's WNLA.ca. So go there and, you know, really, it's your chance just to say thank you. And that's really what we want to do. We want to make this an event that's really not only a celebration, but a big thank you to everybody here in Winnipeg that have worked so hard. And when are we, when are we doing the awards this year? Oh, right. That's the big date. Saturday, April 23rd at the beautiful Metropolitan Downtown Entertainment Center, right across from... 
I guess it's Canada Life Arena. Yeah, <laughs> you know Canada it's gonna be it. so it's gonna be so good, especially because wait, like you said, wait. It, yeah, it's it, at Canada Life Center. No, it's no, at right the across the street. Oh, at the sorry, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's what I get for tuning out for ten <laughs> milliseconds. Jeez. <laughs> no, it's gonna be so lovely, and like you said, it's been a few years since we've been able to do them in person, and hopefully restrictions allow us to have a full capacity crowd. That would be so awesome. But if people are interested in coming, uh, what's the Instagram that they should follow to keep it up to date with all this? information uh they can just follow wnla um and uh, like again the website too wnla.ca is the best place to go for all the information on voting and uh you know nominations and of course the listings of all of the categories too as well and uh hopefully yeah we'll be mentioning entertainment and all the fun stuff as we get closer to the date tracy koga thank you so much for the call beautiful we'll see you soon okay Bye, Tracy. Yeah, you guys take care. Bye-bye. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty 1 land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. 